What does midterm elections mean for the stock market? Hi, and welcome back to another Money Not Math conversation. This is Money Not Math number 117. And thank you for joining me today for today's for this conversation. Uh, I think it's a pretty valuable one with the upcoming uh, midterm elections coming up and all the political uh, and marketing and emotional arguments that are made during this time of, the, of our lives. I think it's important for us to kind of refer back to the foundational basics of long-term investing and remind ourselves why we're doing what we're doing in the first place and have an understanding of how previous historical midterm elections have affected the stock market. So that's what we're doing today. We are talking about midterm elections and what do they mean for the markets. And we're doing so by referencing a, um, an article that I've pulled from Dimensional.com. Uh, Dimensional is a, an, a, co um, a company that you need to pay to have access to. So if by hearing this uh, podcast, you are intrigued to read the full thing, uh, or if you'd like a copy for yourself or future reference, uh, reach out to me directly and I'd be more than happy to provide you a copy of this article. Uh, otherwise, I hope you enjoy this conversation. Have a great day. So here's the article. It's almost election day in the United States once again. For those who need a brief civics refresher, every two years, the full United States House of Representatives and one third of the Senate are up for a re-election. While the outcomes of the elections are uncertain, one thing we can count on is that plenty of opinions and prognostications will be floated in the days to come. In financial circles, this will almost assuredly include any potential for perceived impact on markets. But should long-term investors focus on midterm elections? Markets work. We would caution investors against making short-term changes to a long-term plan to try to profit or avoid losses from the changes in political wins. Let me repeat that. We would, re we would caution investors against making short-term changes to a long-term plan to try to profit or avoid losses from changes in political wins. For context, it is helpful to think of markets as a powerful information processing machine. The combined impact of millions of investors placing billions of dollars worth of trades each day results in market prices that incorporate the aggregate expectations of those investors. This makes outguessing market prices consistently very difficult and, many would argue, unlikely. While surprises can and do happen in elections, the surprises don't always lead to clear-cut outcomes for investors. The 2016 presidential election serves as a recent example of this. There were a variety of opinions about how the election would impact markets, but many articles at the time posited that the stocks would fall if Trump were elected. The day following President Trump's win, however, the S&P 500 index closed 1.1% higher. So even if an investor would have correctly predicted the election outcome, which was not apparent in pre-election polling, there is no guarantee that they would have predicted the correct directional move, especially given the narrative at that time. So what they're saying is it's unlikely to predict one who's going to win, but two, the outcome of that win. So it's so why try? Why not just stick to the foundations of the long term plan rather than trying to guess what's going to happen? But what, what but what about congressional elections? The upcoming midterms, market strategists and news outlets are still likely to offer opinions on who will win and what impact it will have on markets. However, data for the stock market going back to 1926 shows that returns in months when midterm elections took place did not tend to be that difficult from returns in any other month. Here's an, they have an exhibit on here. So again, like I said, I know you can't see this because I'm doing a podcast, but if you want to be able to see it, reach out and I'll send you a copy of the article because it is interesting. So what they're saying is, is exhibit one shows the frequency of monthly returns for the SP 500 index from January 26th through, through June 22nd, depending on who won the election. So whether Republicans won, whether Democrats win, whether it's a mixed election, whether it's no election, it's quite interesting to see how the SP 500 responded from January 1926 through June 19, June 2022. And it, it um, by looking at it, you can tell that there's really no pattern and it's kind of really random. 
But if you want to see for yourself, just let me know. And as this wants the disclaimer for you to know, past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Indices are not available for direct investment. Therefore, their performances does not reflect the expenses associated with the management of an actual portfolio. And what that disclaimer is saying is that anytime you reference an, ind an indice like the SP 500, you have to understand that that's just the index as a whole. It doesn't include any sort of fees that you would have to pay by investing in the set index. So there's always going to be a slight uh, difference in your returns versus what the indices returns are. So moving on with the article in it for the long haul, in it for the long haul, while it can be easy to get distracted by month to month or even one year returns, what really matters for long-term investors is how their wealth grows over longer periods of time. Again, they have another exhibit here, uh, that Ken can't see, um, but I'll try my best to explain it. So exhibit two shows the hypothetical growth of wealth for an investor who put $1 in the SP 500 index in January 1926. Again, the chart lays out party control of Congress over time. And again, both parties have periods of significant growth and significant declines during their time of majority rule. However, there does not appear to be a pattern of stronger returns when any specific party is in control of Congress or when there is a mixed control for that matter. Markets have historically continued to provide returns over the long run, irrespective of, and perhaps for those who are tired of hearing political ads, even in spite of which party is in power at any given time. So what this is showing you is that if you put $1 into the SP 500 index on, on January, in January, 1926, it's, it shows the ups and downs of the market over that time, regard, depending on, regardless of, and depending on, regardless of how, depending on how you want to say that, who is in, who, who is in office. So Republican house and Senate, Democrat, Democratic house and Senate or mixed control. And what you can see is regardless of the situation, both parties have ups, both parties have downs. And if you were to put $1 in in 1926, that $1 in 2002 would be worth over $10,000 today. So that's the important thing to remember is the long-term results of investing are more important than short-term uh, guesses. So continuing on, equity markets can help investors grow their assets. And we believe investing is a long-term endeavor. Trying to make investment decisions based on the outcome of elections is unlikely. To result in the reliable excess returns for investors. At best, any positive outcome based on such a strategy will likely be the result of random luck. At worst, it can lead to costly mistakes. Accordingly, there is a strong case for investors to rely on patience and portfolio structure rather than trying to outguess the market to pursue investment returns. So some questions to ask yourself when listening to this podcast and reflecting upon it is, one, do you have a long-term plan for your for the, the growth of your money? Two, does that plan account for, account for um, you know, portfolio structure and really does the overall risk allocation of your portfolio align with what your long-term goals are. So that is the conversation for today. Midterm elections, what do they mean for the markets? Uh, thank you so much for your time. Keep in mind that this is, this is just an article for general information. This is not investment or legal advice, advice for you directly. Uh, so please reach out to someone who's licensed that you trust to have this conversation uh, for you and building your long-term plan. Thank you for your time and hope you have a great day. Bye.